Welcome to KGXT, Gen X Talks podcast live from Central California. Making plans with the boys. Gonna hit the town. Yeah, I'm gonna make some noise. I'll push past the pain and my wounded pride. I'm gonna live it up. Yeah, stay out all night. But sure, I've had some better times. And I can't count all the tears I've cried. What, what? You know what? What? Nobody's watching the studio cam. Nobody cares about the studio cam. Nobody, they nobody could, loves, nobody, nobody loves us. Nobody loves us. <laughs> now, you put the studio cam in our bedroom. I'll bet you people no. be watching that 24-7 just to see what goes on. There's could be much. <laughs> there's about be as, a lot of sleeping. There's about as much action in the bedroom as there is in the studio. So <laughs> maybe it would. Can you start the podcast, please? Hold on. I got to turn off the jar. Okay. Yeah. Um, I did start the podcast. It's been going for about three minutes. You do this every, every single, week. I wait till you're having something interesting to say. I just didn't know you were going to bitch about the studio camera. I didn't know that was going to be our first intro. Well, I that's what came to mind because it's sitting right next to me and there's nobody on. Oh, actually, what it's not sitting next to you. The camera's over there. But it, I can see the screen on the laptop over yeah, here. Yeah, but the camera's up there. Hi. There you go. Okay. <clears throat> Should we start the intro? Can we get on with the program now? It's your job. Welcome to the KGXT Studios podcast of Gen X Talks, live from Central California, broadcasting in a secret bunker 200 feet below occupied California, brought to you by Loud Trouble LLC. You got to send him an invoice, man. I swear to God, you're going to have to send that motherfucker. God damn it. You're going to have to send him an invoice. I My voice is valuable. Do you hear this? This is the voice of radio sensationalism. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You pulled that one out of your ass. He did buy us lunch the other day. Yes, he did. He was very nice of him. We did we did connect with him. He came into he drives all over uh, Loud Travel drives his company drives all over the country. Yes. Every now and then he ends up in Phoenix and when he does he rents a car, drives all the way from Phoenix up to Southern California. <laughs> That's one yawn. I'm going for <laughs> six today. The over under on you yawning in the studio is six. Okay. Everybody, place your bets. Is she going to yawn less than six or above six times? Go on, one. you said. Uh, loud he'll one. From, he'll drive from Phoenix to Southern California, and he'll hang out with Two Bear, senior staff member for Gen X Talks, Two Bear. And uh, we had the opportunity to uh, race down there and uh, see Two Bear at his dealership. Yeah, we had like a day off. Yeah, it was a day off. A little road lunch. trip. Yeah. It was nice just to get out and not have to worry about things. You know what the best part was? We picked up a waitress. No, you picked up a waitress. You got her number. I didn't get her number. Well, <laughs> okay. Tell I me guess, I'm lying. Technically. Is that not true? Technically, I got her number. Okay. And her email. And her name. I don't even know her name. Yes, you do. She told you her name. Christy? No. Cracker? No. Some with a K. Yes, it was. <laughs> um, some, um, Cora. What? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Caitlin. Caitlin. Oh, that's it. Caitlin. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You got her phone number and her name and her email. She wants to be on the podcast. I think that's awesome. Well, I asked her, I said, hey, do you want to come back up and see my studio? Oh, brother. 
<laughs> yeah, she is. She, you did get her name and number. She is going to drive up here, um, and at some point we'll make arrangements to have her over. A lot of good waitresses have some really good stories. Yeah, they she told really us do. a couple, and we were like, whoa. Yeah, the waitresses, especially when you, you're working like a, a graveyard or a late night shift, you get some of the best stories ever as being a waitress. So When that happened, I was thinking of my girlfriend, Christy. Yeah. Because she waitressed a really long time in the 80s. Yeah. And man, I bet you she's got some really good stories. Absolutely. Waitresses have. So she's going to. And was, she's in real estate now. Can you imagine those stories? Those are great stories, too. <laughs> yeah. So she, uh, this waitress was uh, Caitlin. She figured out all in one sitting, all in one lunch. She had no idea who we were. She figured out who we were, what we were doing. She overheard. It was kind of funny. I got yeah. in the middle of telling kind of a serious conversation, like a staff type conversation. And I look up and she's leaning on the booth and she goes, yeah, that sounds good. I'm in. Yes. Yeah, I'm like, wait, <laughs> nobody asked you. You know, we're making a business decision here. And she's like, you know, I think you're on the right path with that. I, I vote. Go ahead. She's got a great person. Does anybody want anything to drink? <laughs> so <laughs> She leaned in and participated. It was kind of cool. It was good. So that's why we missed uh, the bottom of the glass nation on Tuesday. Yeah, we, we did were, miss that show. You disappeared know, for the day. You know what bothered me about two bear that day? What? So we're we're sitting in a is it it's not a would you say a round booth or a half round booth? Why do you, would you describe yeah, that? Yeah, it was kind of yeah, I don't know. How do you tell people what that is if you had to tell them what we were sitting in? It's not round. Like a horseshoe. Like a, a regular horseshoe booth that you yeah. have at a restaurant. And we should have had a bigger table. We should have we had were a bigger table. Yeah. Well, we I sat on one end, then you sat in the in the very center in the middle. Yeah. Two bear comes there. Yes. And he slides all the way around and yes, sits next he to you. Did. And then he, I go, what are you doing? You could sit right over. You could sit across from me. He slides all the way around right up against you. And he goes, well, I'm making, I'm making room for loud one. You know, he's going to be here. Yeah. I said, he's not there yet. He goes, well, I'm making room. Mm -hmm. Loud one comes over to the table, pulls up a chair Sits at the edge of the table, and I'm looking at Two Bear like, okay, you you can move now. He didn't. He's not sitting in the booth. <laughs> Two Bear just sitting right next to you, like like he's gonna butter your toast or something. Like, hey, that would have been nice. So just move over. Could you just move that was over? Nice. So he moved over, but he didn't want to. He wanted to stay right where he was at. He had no problem with that at all. <laughs> Fucking Two Bear. Anyway, I love Two Bear. I know you do. He's a cool cat. He's one of the coolest cats we have on staff. Um, there was something. So, anything new on your mind? Um, I did the carpool today right before you got out here. Um, How that, come you got that task of the carpool? What was wrong with the kid? He never can, he can't make the images the way I do. Oh, Plus, so now he, he delegated it to you. He does. Well, yeah, he delegated okay. it to me and he wouldn't get the years right. The, if you mess up on a year, if you write, here's a picture of a 1968 Dodge Dart GT. Yeah. You better not have a 1969 Dodge Dart in that okay. picture, because there's some dudes in there that go, "You got the wrong year, dude." Number two. Number two, yawning. Yawn number two is, it is, is the thick. studio. I swear. I don't get how you can be so messed up in the studio. I don't get that at all. Because there's no light in here. I mean, like so like sunlight light. is what makes you not yawn. Yeah, it makes. Oh, me, for oh. God's sakes, you are. Oh my gosh. You, okay. Hey, by the way, yeah, I'm getting you new boots. We've talked about this already. I'm not, I don't want slip on boots. I'm not an old they're guy. They're not slip on, they're pull on. You pull them up, you That's, yank them up. What's the difference between slip on and pull on? It's the same thing. I definitely am going to do this because slip on boots is pull on boots. It's the same thing. 
You can't do that to a guy like me, man. You're making me old on purpose. Let I me can't guess. Do it to a guys wear cowboy boots and they're pull on. They're supposed to be. Boots are supposed to be laced up with steel toes. Oh my goodness! It's true. You you, you it. That's how it goes. Okay. You know what? Are you going to have New Balance written on the side for me? I can just be. Oh, you know what? Why not just have some fake Velcro so it looks like I Velcroed them together? Then I'm really old. Oh, you drive me insane. I don't know what your problem is. Listen, I solved the issue. We talked about this on the live stream the other day, and I think I've done enough medical research. I have solved it. I have solved the mystery for sure. What mystery? Flies do not have ears. <laughs> oh my god. No, because look, you know, we every now and then we Are get Are you losing sleep because of this? Not over that issue, no. What why but because wait a minute, why does it matter? Well, it's just why I sounded like Hillary Clinton there. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Ooh. You really did that one, dude. You did that to yourself. Um I'm not I'm not saying that it super matters, but I'm saying wouldn't you like to know if flies have ears? Wouldn't no. that be something you'd... No, I really don't care. No. Well, there's people that are going... Right now, people have pulled their car over to the side of the road and said, you know what, General? I'd like to know. Do no. flies have... Yes, they do. No. Okay. I didn't... I, so I you didn't, say you can prove this? I didn't just go to Google and go, Google, does fly have ears? No, 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 no. Okay. Every now and then we get a fly in the studio. Not, not as many as we used to because we got the screens up now. But every now and then we get one. Uh-huh. I'm listening. And I always have to shoo them away or smack them or, you know, kill them. And one day, one landed on my arm. Okay. So instead of killing it, because I just got done yelling at the dogs and the dogs left the studio. I mean, like a minute before. Okay. Then the fly lands. I mean, I thought, I wonder if I could yell at the fly. Now, I know the fly wouldn't leave the studio <laughs> if I yelled at him, but I wonder if I yelled at the fly. If it would, if it would leave my arm and remember, you can't yell and have your breath hit the fly or the fly will fly away because you breathed on it. So I had to conduct a scientific experiment carefully. I had to yell without letting any, any, any moisture, any air hit the fly. And I had to do it several times. Oh my God. I had to get the fly to land right here on my arm, like four times in a row during the course of this experiment. Things that happen in the studio when I'm not here. So you know how you served me, um, it was the other day you gave me bagels with a little bit of strawberry jelly? Yes. I took a, just a dab of strawberry jelly and I put it on my arm. And I let... What the hell? I can't okay. even hear you. What? What the hell? I'm, I'm telling you how I did this. Okay. Okay. So I put the strawberry jelly on my form, just a dab. Uh -huh. And then I let the fly land on it. He liked the jelly. I shooed him away. He came back. I shooed him away. He came back. Now I got the fly. He's coming back all the time, landing on. Now I can do an experiment. Okay. So I yelled at the fly, but I think that I, I, I breathed on him and he flew away. So he came right back. Okay. I yelled at him again. I mean, I fucking screamed from a distance. He, there's no way he didn't hear me. He, he fucking heard me. Didn't move. So I yelled again, didn't move. Third time I got really close and he was like so mowing on that jelly, didn't even pay attention. Screamed as loud as I could at the fly, didn't move. You have way too much time on your hands. Okay, I don't ever have to do this experiment again. It's over. I did it. Who cares? So when he was done, I wiped the jelly off my arm. He came back and landed. I flicked him. I killed him. It's over. It's done. It only took about like 40 minutes out of my day, huh. but... 
But now, conclusively, I've, I've proven scientifically without going to Google that flies cannot have ears, that he would, have, he would have been scared and flown away. Well, congratulations. Well, you're welcome. Congratulations. Thank you for saying so. Do you Why want you me talking? to yell at you? I just want you to talk normal. I am talking normal. Me too. I'm talking normal. This you, is that is not normal for you. <laughs> well, I'm just telling you. I can't. I'm, I'm doing look, just fine. I'm looking at the VU meter and it's like just the VU meter. You meters, know what? You just mind your business. You the just v, stay in your the lane. The VU meter's going like this to me going, well, I don't know what to do. Just stay in your lane, dude. All right. Well, if you don't like that, then you come with something to talk about. That was an interesting story, man. I have one. Okay. You need to make a payment on the Christmas credit card. I did some damage last night. <laughs> what do you, okay. So that's why no, do I, no, 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 no. I haven't even hit our budget for, yes, you did. No, no, okay. no, 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 no. Let me, I have proof of the last three years of how much we have spent on Christmas no. for everybody. So what, what do you mean? No, I'm telling you, I gave you that card and said, this is your Christmas purchases card. That's it. Nope. Once you max it out, we're done. Nope. Pay well, it. Fine, I'll pay $30 on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay 30 a month for the next... No, that's... No. That was your limit. That's Christmas it. is my favorite holiday, and I love giving gifts. So what? I love making our kids' dreams come true, because that's our job. Okay, I know which credit card I gave you. You can't make anybody's dreams come true with that credit card limit. And you it's know too what I low. Think, <laughs> you know what I think is great is that we... I mean, I'm not doing this... In, in a bad way, but we don't do Christmas presents for ourselves. No, we never do. We buy for each other all, all year time. round. Yeah, right. So I love like being able to spend and and get the presents that the kids really want. Okay, that's four four yawns. But they're getting really expensive. Well, let me hold on, hold on. Now, see, that's that's chick logic, and you're wrong. Chick logic? What? I know you skipped right over it. Okay. You said you have a, you know, you spend a certain amount of money on Christmas every year. And then you said, but we don't get each other gifts. Right. So I like spending money. You, I like spending money on the kids. What you did was you subconsciously said, since we're not buying each other gifts, I have extra money I can spend on the kids. Subconsciously, yeah. you read you read what I or knew what I was saying subconsciously. Oh, all guys do. When you when women say, you know what, why would you tell me that that we don't spend Christmas on each other? I know that you're telling me to let me I'm know. I'm telling everybody in the world out there that's listening. Well, that then we just say don't. It, say it correctly. Say, you know what, ladies and gentlemen, we don't spend <laughs> money on each other for Christmas. Uh, we buy stuff during the year, so I have extra money that I would have spent on my husband, and he would have spent on me, and I'm going to spend it on my kids, because that's what you mean when you bring that topic up. But let me reiterate to you, if you and I are buying each other stuff all year, then that money's spent. We don't have it to spend on that's them. That's what I meant. Would you just pay off the credit card nope. so I can... Re I told you, I gave you that card. That's your Christmas card. You spent it. You're done. Thank you for getting Christmas shopping I'll done. I'll just so go early. find somebody to pay it off for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look, I know. Email Gen X Mom at Gen X Mom. Listen, I know. GenXTalks.com. I know a lot of people, they really like you. Some would even say they love you. But when it comes to the wallet, I'm sorry. You're not I getting, beg to You're differ. not getting some. I beg to differ. You don't have a sugar daddy going to whip I off that. I bet you there's a sugar daddy out there that will pay my credit card off. Okay? You wish there was. Oh, I know there is. I think you should just use some of your OnlyFans you money. You know what? What? I'll ask Dr. McDreamy. He is not going to do it. <laughs> no. 
Because, you know, because right now, Dr. McDreamy and his <laughs> wife are on their morning walk. They're both got one headphone in listening, and she just looked at him and said, don't you do that. <laughs> I know. I'm don't you joking. fucking do I'm it. I'm just joking. And he's looking at her. So funny. He's looking at her going, I wasn't going to ask. No, we're he fine. He thought about it. <laughs> but that would have been really funny. He can think about it, but he can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really funny. Oh, well, you knock yourself out. You think you can find somebody to pay your credit cards off? I don't give a shit, but I gave you, I will make another payment on your credit card, but you got to not, if I make a payment, you can't just, you can't come to me five days later and go, okay, make another payment. <laughs> <laughs> that is not, that is not in the rule book, man. It's not uh, fair. Oh, I have one more thing to tell you about Christmas because we bumped up Christmas for our family a week. I don't know if we talked about that. No, I think you mentioned it to me in passing. Isn't it like the no, but 16th? Did I talk about, about the No, August? I don't think so. Well, because our family's growing, it's getting really difficult for the kids to all get together at Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or whatever. So we bumped it up a week. So there's, I, we're doing really well with having them all here on yeah, December 16th. Getting all your 16th. babies home? Yes. So we're going to have Christmas a week early. Um, we used to pull names. We used to do Secret Santas for oh, the kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because we had eight kids, and it was really difficult. They didn't want to buy eight presents for their brothers and sisters. So we used to have them pull names and do a Secret Santa. This year, since we're adding grandkids in, I haven't told you yet, but we're going to do a white elephant gift exchange. Oh, that'd be cool. You, you know, know what that is, right? Yeah. So you, everybody's bringing a wrapped present, and then we're going to play a game. And so. do you uh, do you know that the only time when ki- when the kids started to move out yep. and come back for Christmas, one of the first Christmases that the older kids started coming back, you slapped me, you backhanded me in the stomach, and I almost threw up because you said I was. Be- do you remember what that happened? Do you remember that happening? No. One of our sons came back, and he was he was the most selfish of all of our eight kids. He never gave a shit about anybody ever. And he came back for the first time with gifts for everybody, and he brought gift cards. Mm-hmm. He bought gift cards for each person to where they think they'd like to go. And you hate gift cards as a gift. You don't you don't like giving them. So no, it's not, I'm not a fan. I mean, I'll do it right. if it's a last it's resort. It's not personal, you say. No. So he goes to pass out these gift cards. I was stupid. And I was chiming in, you know, your mother doesn't like when you pass. And, and you were like, this is this is effort from him. Who cares what he's doing? This is effort. That's how you were feeling. You were shedding a tear because this kid actually came home and took and time. And presents for yeah. somebody. And I'm like, well, you know, and you backhanded me to <laughs> shut me up. And you were trying to hit my side or something. You hit me right in the stomach. And I almost threw up because uh-huh. you hit me so hard. <laughs> and I I'm just like, thought it was really nice that he actually, you know, thought about, let's just put it that way, thought about the other kids. I was know, in the thought. wrong. I should have seen it your way. At that point, I should have gone, you know what? I should have shut my mouth and said, hey, thanks for thinking of the kids. Because it was a big step for him. It was a really I don't know why step. it chimed into my brain about how you personally felt about cards. I just personally don't like giving them right. because... I think I could do a better job at finding. And the funny thing is, is that our son and daughter-in-law, they're coming for Christmas and they wrote me and said, we don't really need anything. It was very sweet. They said, we don't really need anything. Um, So, you know, you don't have to buy us anything. And I said, well, do you guys need something for the house? Like, you know, something we can buy. I swear to God, if my daughter-in-law set a swimming pool in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> so she said like, oh, Home Depot would be great or Hobby Lobby to decorate their house. But then yeah. I started thinking, going, 
nah, there's got to be something else. So I even texted her this morning and said, what about bed sheets? Do you realize how expensive bed sheets are? How would I know how expensive bed sheets well, are? They are. But listen, when you get married for the first time, remember you have one set of sheets. Do you remember that? Like one set? Yeah, because you threw mine out when I first, when, when we oh, got together, you threw mine out. That's the different story. And <laughs> So it's always nice to have one in rotation. And then I said, what about new bath towels? I mean, I, you know, I'm texting her this stuff. And she says, oh, yeah. And then she says, yeah, that would be great. Now, all of a sudden, I have ideas for it. Yeah, the problem is you won't go to Walmart and get like 12 towels for 30 bucks. No. Yeah. That's, that's not th- what Christmas is for. Well, I, if th- I wonder if they listen to this podcast because they're going to come give me a gift card for Christmas now. <laughs> they're going to show would up. Take it. Oh, no, that gets to me. So I yeah, what, I never get one. Would you shut your phone off? That's so people, rude. That's people going in the studio. In the studio? Studio oh. cam, I think. Oh. Those are things, people coming in. Yeah, they are. See? <laughs> Told you. So I have something to talk to you about. It's kind of serious. And you waited till you yes, want Oh, good. Hey, that's Tamash. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. What is your serious thing? So, um, your uncle Danny passed away. Yeah, yeah last, he did. Last week? Um, was it, it wasn't last even week already? Four, no, four or five days ago. It wasn't that long ago. Yeah. So, I would like you to, like, we. I think we need to do a tribute to your uncle Danny. Do you have any stories that you could share with I don't everybody? know. I my, This was the uncle that you that you hang out with because... He's, um, this is the uncle that you're really attached to. I was, everyone has, a lot of people have an uncle that you like that raised you, that did stuff with you and and did, was really involved in your life. This was an uncle that was with me since I was two years old, did stuff with me. Yeah. And, um, he was my mom's brother and I don't know, I don't know that I have any specifics. I remember he got mad at me one time and he said something and he was yelling at me at his house and I go, I, was, I, was, I don't know, 13 or 14, I guess I'd been rude or something. He goes, you know, I brought you to work one day when you were two years old to the phone company because he worked at Pac Bell. <laughs> and he goes, I had an office and you were like two and a half and I was walking you from one end of the hall to the other and you pooped <laughs> little drops of poop all down the hallway. <laughs> when I got to my office, somebody came in and said that you pooped in the hallway and I had to go back with a paper towel and pick up every drop of poop for a 200-foot-long hallway in front of all of my coworkers, so I don't want to hear any shit out of you now. I'm like, and I was 13, never heard the story before. I've never heard that story. I know, and I went, at 13 or whatever, I'm processing it going, um, I don't understand why this is relevant, but because you picked up poop when I was two, I'm not allowed to be rude and dumb at 13, I guess. It's like, that was his, it was, he was angry. Oh and he's God. like, I picked up your poop in a hallway and you will behave. Okay. <laughs> he was always so much fun. I don't think, I don't think he ever had like a, a sad face ever. He was just the life of the party. He, him and my dad got along really good, which you can imagine. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. I've seen them together. Yeah, they're they're an unstoppable laughing force. Those I two. spent I've spent some really good times with him, and and he was so gracious. One trip, I went up to your parents' house without you, with all the kids, and I think Gen Z kid was like he was in a car seat. So baby, yeah. I'm gonna say it probably just walking. Yeah, and we carpooled. It's a 12 hour trip, and he broke it up, and we stayed in Mount Shasta, and we went to dinner together and stuff like that. He was so gracious and kind and stopped and helped me 
he was just wonderful. He was a good guy. He really he was. was. It was. Um, I'm we, gonna miss him. I won't say we had a falling out, but we had kind of a couple of big arguments about ten years ago or so, and we really didn't talk much. And when he got sick, he had cancer, and he got sick and died pretty quick, actually. And I called him about six weeks ago. First time I called him in a long time. He was so happy to hear from me. He just like nothing was ever wrong. Yeah. We talked about the old days. We talked about camping. We talked about baseball. We talked about all kinds of stuff. And um, I didn't call him back after that, which maybe I should have. Um, but it was it ended on a very good note. That's it was a good. good phone call. I'm not sitting here today saying, "Man, I wish I'd have called him before he," because I did. Yeah. And while he was still very coherent and everything was fine, and we had a long conversation, and it worked out really well. So I'm glad I called him. But yeah, I will miss my uncle Danny for sure. Yeah. And he's the last person in the San Fernando Valley for the family. For both of our families. He's for it. Both side. Because at one time, especially in Latuna Canyon, I was talking to my mom. We had 40 houses. Wow. In the canyon and Sun Valley, all the way out to Chatsworth and Northridge, 40 houses of relatives that lived in different places in that valley. We represented yeah, you in did. the 40s and 50s and 60s and even into the 70s. We represented. Our family was there. Yeah. And... Now both sides of our family, yes. we're, we're done. Yeah, There's was, nobody down there now. No, that, he was the last one. Once he moves out, now my cousins are going to move out, my aunt, and sell the house in Chatsworth. That's it. Our family had this big presence, and now none, nothing. We're all yeah, gone. It's crazy. So, yeah, Uncle Danny. If we were drinking, I would drink a shot to Uncle Danny. <laughs> Everybody needs an Uncle Danny. That's funny. I hope you got an Uncle Danny. All right, so there was a... Oh, so did you get emails about me making that mistake on Patreon when I sent out the smoke signals? <sighs> did I get... I'm sure I did. Because they, I got... I sent out like 398 emails and I got like 300 emails back. Every half an hour what before... What did you do? It was something dumb. Every, every time we do a show, I send out an email saying, hey, yeah. we're going live on Facebook or YouTube or what, half an hour before the show? Just a quick email. Yeah, you and usually do. those, we consider those, we, we laughingly call those smoke signals. You call them smoke signals. I do. And because Facebook won't tell everybody that we're going live, YouTube doesn't tell everybody we're going live. But if you join Patreon, then you get an email. And um, I send it, I say, hey, these are your smoke signals. Now you are notified. Yeah, show up if you want to. If you got time to hang out, show up. But I, I wrote smoke signals and I fat fingered it. Oh, God. And I put a B in there. Oh, gosh. And signals became sign balls. <laughs> it said, these, ah, that's about right. These are your sign balls. That's and about right. Everybody wrote back going, what are sign balls? Unbelievable. <laughs> Leave it to my husband. Yeah, I always have to decipher his text messages to me all the time. It's incredible. You In don't even check. Incredible is a good word. Thank you for using that word. It's incredible. That's an, it's absolutely incredible. Oh, my God. We well, didn't use a bad word. You used a good word, so I'm fine with that. But anyway. So how do you feel about our kids' thing about Christmas decorations not going up until after Thanksgiving? It is so weird. He is have, Gen Z kid is having an absolute fit. If he, if he sees you thinking about doing it, you put up that little Santa in the, in the kitchen in a socket in an outlet. Little, oh, yeah. A little light-up Santa. You just plug it into an outlet. Oh, I'm slowly adding things just to He's make He's having mad. a fit. He goes, Thanksgiving? <laughs> You're disrespecting Thanksgiving. Well, that's because last year I started putting up the Christmas decorations over vet a Veterans Day weekend. 
last oh, year. You did what? I did last year. I started putting Christmas decorations. So he went ape shit last year because I was doing that. He's mad when he sees a TikTok video. He's he screams at the camera. Put your kit. Put your Christmas <laughs> stuff away, man. So guess what I did? I put out. Christmas chocolate kisses on the counter. So they're red, green, and, and silver. Yeah. He goes, oh, mom, you put out chocolate kisses. I go, oh, you can't have those. And he went, what? Why? I said, they're Christmas, and you're anti-Christmas <laughs> prior to Thanksgiving. So you can't touch those until so after you Thanksgiving. you got to tell him to wait. Wow. And then he goes, but I can have the silver ones because they're not red and green. He feels that the silver oh, ones are neutral. So he found a loophole. Yes. So go pull all the silver ones out. That's what he said. He goes, I bet you tomorrow all the silver ones are going to be gone. I go, they might. They just might. So I'm messing with him. And I'm slowly putting up like Christmas decorations here and there. And it's just funny. That would be so funny. Yeah, he's really, ant he's got, when I get older. He has this thing for Thanksgiving. I don't know. I don't care as much anymore. I used to care about that. I was very much, you don't put up any Christmas decorations until after thing. I did it every year. You know this. I know. You knew I was very, now it's like, eh, do what you want. I'm kind of old. Man, I don't care. Well, I like doing it slowly because if I wait till Thanksgiving weekend, and this Thanksgiving weekend is going to be really crazy for us. We it got is? a lot going on. We have friends think we have kids coming in, family coming in. We just had kids here th this last weekend. I what? know, but we're, we're we got having kids, more kids for Thanksgiving. <sighs> and then we have the friends Thanksgiving that we're doing Saturday night. So Thanksgiving weekend's kind of crazy. So I'm slowly putting things together. And so, well, I, I will get there. Whatever. I don't I don't care anymore. I know the kid the kid's getting his big boy pants on and now he's got opinions on how we do stuff around here. Oh gosh. Can't Whatever. wait till he gets his own house. I don't care. You know, we were talking about the Halloween stuff and he did his Halloween decoration. You know I, I posted a picture of us um when you and I went to that Halloween costume oh, yeah. party a long time ago. Uh -huh. And um it it was cool to post it, but um, people were questioning it and like, why don't we go to Halloween costume parties anymore? Because you, what, what do you mean? We're not getting invited because you went and lifted that girl's skirt up. I did not. You know, I did not. You oh, weren't there, but you on. know, I did not do that. Oh, come on. That was uh, okay. Let, let, let me, I will, oh, oh, you're stuttering. I'm going to tell everybody because you just made it out. Like I went and picked up some girl's dress and we never got invited to another party. We were yes. getting invited to parties. No. Oh man. Okay. okay listen. We were outside by the pool, and the whole place was decorated all these big Halloween decorations. That's right. And you were inside doing something. I just walked outside with a drink, and there was... for this lie. Go ahead. It's not a lie. There was... The, oh, are we getting defensive? Because you're making me out like I grabbed some woman's skirt and lifted it up. Oh, I'm waiting. I did not. Okay, tell I it. I wasn't even drunk. There was a decoration on the ground, which was this big spider. And I mean, it was like a foot and a half across or two feet across. Yeah. And I was standing behind this girl, kind of, was off to the side. All of a sudden, she turns around and starts screaming at me. Mm -hmm. And I had no idea why. I'm like, why are you yelling at me? She goes, you just picked up my skirt. I'm like, I did not. You just, you just picked up my dress. You lifted it all the way up where, to my ass. You could see my ass. I'm like, I don't even know who you are. I'm just standing here. <laughs> And she then her uh, this other girl that was standing there she starts yelling at me, 
Now, she didn't see anything. She doesn't know anything. She's just a drunk girl blindly defending her girlfriend. Right. So now people are walking over. I'm like, I didn't do anything. Now, none of us have really moved except now this one girl is facing me. She's in the same spot. And this big spider decoration, all of a sudden it activates. And it's on this thing that springs it up in the air about three feet. And then it goes down real slow. It makes a noise, and guess what? As it came up, the 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 tarantula arms on this thing, one of them, <laughs> grabbed her dress, yeah. and as it came up, lifted it again while she was facing me. So this time, it, it kind of lifted up on the side. And I said, you see, I didn't do it this time either. It wasn't me. It was the Halloween decoration. I didn't do that. Good story, bro. And that... That's about when you came out there and you're like, okay, why are all these women yelling at my husband? Good story, bro. It's a true story. I didn't do it. Yeah. Well, where are those girls to defend that conversation? Well, they 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 were eating crow because like, oh, dude, I'm sorry. I didn't realize there was a spider decoration here. I'm like, ha, motherfucker. Ha, I didn't do it. Oh, my God. You know what was really bad is you came out and you didn't. You didn't side with me or them. You actually stood there for a second like, mm, you might have. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Good story, bro. You, you walked out going, mm, I'm not really sure which way yeah. this went. I'm just going to let this one play out. Hey, why do you have a Band-Aid on your arm? What did you do? I didn't, I didn't do anything. Well, I didn't bump in anything. Uh, okay. I'm biting. What, what did you do? I, this you, is you know, be good. Here well, you got mad one. at me for the fly conversation, so now I don't want to tell you. It was another experiment. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Look, real quick. This is this this makes a ton of sense if you actually listen. I it, always listen. You, but you, you're so condescending with your look. I'll sit right here. And not look now. Now you're smirking. You look like you look like a cat who just ate a canary. Is what you look like. Okay. Real quick. If you have an itch on your arm. Yeah. And you scratch it, and most people just take their fingers and they scratch like one, two, three, scratch, and they're done, right? You scratch it and you're done. All right. I wondered if I could cure an itch by scratching it one time, one pass of my finger or fingernail, just one time, like just dig in real hard, drag your finger across. Okay. One time, and you don't have to sit and go scratch, 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 itch is gone. I wonder if I did it one time really hard, if the itch would also never come back. Then I got to thinking, what if you you had something really, if you could do it on one scratch, one heavy drag of the finger across to get rid of an itch, what if you could do it, I wonder if you could get rid of an itch a thousand times across your arm with a feather. And let me tell you why. I'll tell you why. It remi- I, all of a sudden, I reminded this girl that I was dating when I was like 15. And I remember sitting there on her couch one time, and I was like, had my hand on her arm, and I was gently moving my fingers back and forth on her arm, just a little bit, but lightly. She freaked out and started screaming at me one night. I go, what is your problem? She goes, you can't just have your hand in one spot. That is fucking irritating. It actually starts to burn. If you have, if you do that for 40 minutes, even if you're doing it lightly, you move around a little bit. 
Wow. It, it actually burns your arm. I had no fucking idea what she was talking about. I, I figured it out. Obviously, you're not with her anymore. Not a chance. <laughs> Psycho nut from hell. Anyway, so I thought, okay, if that girl could be, if it could, if that girl can be so irritated by your fingers gently on the arm, I wonder if I could cure an itch by gently scratching the itch a thousand times. Could I cure the itch one time dragging my finger across it? Yes, I, I did it, which is why I cut myself and have a Band-Aid. But the next place... Oh, that, we finally got to the Band-Aid. I wanted you to hear the whole story in context. So on my other arm, what I'm trying to do is build a little rotating machine in the garage. I got one of those, uh, they're, they're little rotating motors. And I want to ma- I'm, I'm trying to attach a feather to it that'll rotate around. And I want to put my arm under it and see if it'll get rid of an itch. Oh. On my arm, if the feather goes by like a thousand times, would that also do it? You see what I'm saying? Because when we scratch an itch, we're kind of in the middle ground. People of the good ship, do you see what I deal with on a daily basis? Oh, come on. This, You know, you can't tell me that you've never had these kind of thoughts about no. flies with ears and can you fix an itch with a feather? Come on. <laughs> nope. Can't say that I have. No. Well, I'm... I've already conducted, that's where the band-aid's from, is I conducted, I scratched myself really hard. Okay. One time, it cured the itch. Now I'm working on the other part of the experiment. Can I, can I use a feather on a machine that oh. goes by a thousand times to the point where it's irritating, but it also I'm cures the sorry, itch? sorry I asked. That's why when I get an itch on my arm, I have to run to the garage because you have to wait for the itch to be in a place where the feather can get to it. This is all very complicated stuff, man. I can't believe you're not you're not tracking with me here. Okay, well I'm tracking. Okay, whatever. It explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want to know lot. this kind of stuff, don't ask me. I know I just I know why you're asking about the bandy because I just got the ba- I was I didn't see it there this morning. No, because I did the experiment in the studio this morning while I was working. It just came to me. Oh my gosh! So you had um, how was your um, uh, podcast yesterday? Oh, Scott Robinson you had a podcast interview yesterday. It was so these interviews. I haven't are, heard it. These interviews are turned out to be so much fun. Well, you know, Scotty Scotty Robinson is part of the Loomis Cigar Cartel up in Sacramento. Great guys up there. And um, he also has that podcast, Beyond the Humidor. And they do pretty good on their audio version of that. Their video version on YouTube didn't get many views, but the audio one's really got a good audience. And um, so he asked me to be on their program, as you know, last year. And it was great. It was a lot of fun. We all had a blast. Everybody's laughing. So I asked him, I said, hey, Scotty, when we get done with this, can you actually, well, he came down and had lunch with you and I. Uh He was down here in town for something else. We all grabbed lunch. And I said, hey, we're building a studio. When we get it. You have to tell them we sat there for three or four hours. We got drunk off our asses. We were, Scotty and I were telling stories. The whole bar was involved by the end. Everybody was talking. You guys did not want to leave. I think we had to leave because you had like a bottle. Of the glass I had a show, show to do, and I was already yeah. hammered. And we yeah. we spent three hours there, and it was fun. So I did ask him. I said, "Hey, can if we get the studio built, we're trying to build a studio. If we get it done, would you mind driving back down from Sacramento and sitting in studio?" And he promised he would. So I sent him a link. Um, if you go to anybody, can go to GenXTalks.com and scroll to the bottom. And it's called Studio Archive or Studio Progress. History or something. Yeah, there's a there's a link says at the very bottom of the page. There's a link that says Studio something, and when you click on it, there's 300 pictures in order of how the studio got built. 
and what we did to get here. How exhausting. <laughs> yeah. So I sent him that and yeah. he looked through it. He goes, that's great. He goes, I'm on my way. I said, well, call my wife and pick a time. We pick a time. And we did. He showed up yesterday and normally we're stretching these interviews to make it to an hour. We're almost at two hours with his. And you were still going. We were still going. I had to shut it off. And then you I got mad it. that I shut it off. I did because I think because he was here, you should have just kept going. You could have had a part one or part two. There was only one part of it. I'm, I've sent the raw. I've sent the raw audio to Mrs. Four and Two Bear on staff, and you got a copy. I just I want everybody to listen to it. There's one. There's a uh, yawn number four. That is yawn number four. Remember the over under is six. Sorry, people. Um, the. Uh, the raw footage. The raw, the raw footage, footage has one thing that I, I might want to edit out. And it wasn't bad. It was just like, okay, maybe you shouldn't have put that in there. Okay. So I'm just, I'm not going to tell anybody what it is. I'm just going to see what you guys think. And then we can go from there. But the rest of it, even if I took out that one thing, which was probably 12 or 13 minutes long, the rest of the thing, it's still over an hour of hilarious. <laughs> it was funny. We get here. It's 10 o'clock in the morning. Scotty comes in to sit down and you're very gracious. You come out and say, here's snacks. You had water bottles ready for him. Everything was comfortable in here. You had the whole place right. cleaned out. And That's you said, what would you like to drink? He's like, some coffee, a soda, some, some tea. And he's looking at you. And I went, he wants whiskey. He goes, like, he goes, I'll take whiskey. <laughs> I was so surprised. I was so, like, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. You must have poured him three full glasses of that whiskey. But he's a big boy. He's a very big boy. He's a big boy. But he also was interested in the radio station. Yeah, because his his uh, Beyond the Humidor, and I got a couple others I want to call on that too, like uh, the real Slim Sherry and stuff, uh, and say if you'd like to have some time, you could broadcast your, you don't have to build a radio station. Just get a slot of our, get an hour of ours. Yeah. You know, and and broadcast on it and see who listens. You know, and who and it may work. It may be fun. It may take some time to get traction, but see, that's the same with Doctor McDreamy's wife too. There's five. Oh my There's God. five yawns. One more. We've hit the over under for the day. Um, Doctor McDreamy's wife might be good with that too. It's like, hey, would you like to begin a a live show where you can and you know you don't. You don't, it takes a while to get going, but what if she did it for two or three months and got an audience? Yeah, I was going to say she could do it like once a month or twice a she month could. or something. Or but whatever. we would promote it on our end say, hey, upcoming is that, you know, we would get our fans yeah. to let them know and that would be a live. I don't know. I think I think sharing that, that radio station with some cool channels would be cool to get out there. If somebody's got a, like a race car channel, like Loud One wants to talk for an hour about race cars and stuff. He's really knowledgeable about drag so cars. So Scotty said he was interested oh, in he's, the cigar he, one? He wants to be in with his cigar stuff, his his cartel, his Loomis cartel. Yeah, he wa he's Pretty very cool. much interested in talking cigars. It's a lot of fun. They don't Their program doesn't over-talk you. It's not like, well, the measurement and the weight <laughs> of the cigar wrapped, you know, 3D pounds per inch and wrapped centrifugal and then counterclockwise. They don't do that. They get to the nuts and bolts of it and how good it is. And they have cool. fun while they're talking. They don't get too scientific, and it's a, and they're really knowledgeable guys. That would be fun. Yeah, so that was what came with that. But it, you guys got to listen to that. When we put that out as an interview on the on you know come out on Spotify, it's for free. You guys will get to listen to it. It really was a good one. Probably the best cool. interview we've done so far. Very cool. Yeah. Very very cool. So now you know that that's on its way. It gives you guys something to look forward to. Yeah. I don't know. We're gonna put the whole two hours out though. That's a lot. I, I don't think you can break it up in two parts. Yeah. There's yeah. Would people go back and listen though? I'm sure they will. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm sure we'll talk will. about that, but the, but there's also podcasts that go a little long. They'll, you can do a two hour one. 
Yeah, I know. I just don't feel like, I feel like we're boring people. I know people are committed to listening, but if you're going to get people to listen and go, thanks for tuning in, you'll be stuck here for three hours and 42 minutes. Yeah, but some people have a long commute or, or whatever. And also what's really nice is if you stop a podcast, it doesn't like, you don't have to start again in the no, I, I know you could say that you, you can could, see it. You can listen to part of it going to work and yeah, part of it going home true. from work. So. All right. Well, I will take it under advisement. You're probably onto something there. It's probably not a bad idea. I'm resisting it because it just doesn't sound right to me, but you're probably right. It's a, uh, you could try it. He can be the one that you could try. I would say he's a great storyteller. Yeah, he is. He was really good at it. Too. Oh my gosh. So not bad at all. I have another Christmas thing that I got to tell you. Because is this involving money? No, 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 no. Good. No, no. Go ahead. I'm then not, I'm all in. Right after Halloween, I don't know. I was going back and forth about asking the kids for their Christmas wish list. I always text them. Like, but you do it every year. I do it every year. This year I was like, well, no, I'll just wing it. You know, I'm not going to have that many kids. And blah, blah, blah. Man, I struck a nerve with our millennial daughter. She texted me and was like, mom. What? It's after Halloween, and I've been waiting for you to ask for my Christmas wish list. I was like, <laughs> and you haven't done it, she said. Because you do it every year. She goes, I wanted to take a picture of it and put it up on my Instagram saying, this is what I've been waiting for. And I'm like, wow. So she was hovering over her phone every day after Halloween, yes. waiting for you to ask, okay, kids, where's the Christmas list? Yeah, because I'm like, I always write, hey, this is Mrs. Claus. I know exactly waiting. which daughter did that, too. You, oh, don't, yeah, have, you don't even got to tell me. I know which one would be. She like, was hot. Oh, well, my God. It's that one and that the other millennial daughter, she wouldn't wait for the list. She'd just send it to me like, <laughs> here it is, Mom. She wouldn't say, but. Um, I don't like how the lists have turned into expensive items that their husbands won't buy because <laughs> oh, that's what that, that is what, oh that's what it is they're if like you're not gonna buy it for me i'm asking my mom and dad yeah my mom and dad will give me this you're not gonna give me this stuff my mom and dad will get it for me <laughs> and they're adult gifts now yeah they are that's what's amazing they really are gifts. it's hilarious um do you have a weekly automotive story today um Everybody loves your automotive stories. I, I got a story I told on live streams maybe twice over the past three years. I don't know if anybody, they may not remember it or maybe didn't hear it. And it's, it's long, so I'm not, I'll shorten it, okay? Why? Because it's just, it's kind of boring. They, don't take the good stuff out. <laughs> What's the good stuff? How do I know? Just tell the story. I want to hear the story. Okay. Um, I, I will worked, sit back and listen. I, I will engage with you. Well, I thank will, you. I will give you eye contact. Wow. I like I that. I will give you like, uh-huh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Good. Yes. <laughs> Little Interesting. Subliminal encouraging. Wow. Okay. That's amazing. It doesn't. I would say it doesn't count now that I know you're doing it, but it does. <laughs> I'll take it where I can get it. I don't care if you're. I'll be engaging. I don't care if you're faking it. I still like it. Just okay, so you yeah. know. All right. Yeah, that's what most men say. They do. <laughs> Believe me, if a guy says, "Don't do that. Don't fake it," we don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's why we I did still it. take it as a stroke to the ego, so we're fine. That's right. Go ahead. Um, I'll fake it. <laughs> you got to stop. I'm really good at it. Give me a straight. I need a straight face to start a story. <laughs> you're ruining it. Um, okay. So, um, that's a good start. <laughs> I worked for Mazda in Las Vegas when I lived in Las Vegas for a couple of years. And, uh, they were, they were still, they were running the RX seven. Most of you know what the R Mazda RX seven is. It's not a, everybody knows what car that is. Not a secret, 
but they were developing at the time they wanted to boost things up to an rx8 the rx8 had not come out yet and i didn't know they were doing that they were see i'm intrigued it was a development process and it you know takes five or six years to get because they really wanted to step up the rx8 and make it completely different stronger and better one of the problems they were having all over the world with the rx7 was it was overheating now when you have a car that's overheating, you have a cooling system, radiator. Everybody knows you had a radiator. Everybody knows you put coolant in it. But it works just like um, that. There's a cooking device you use that's the same. It's a, um, it's a, you know, it's not a pot roast. You put it in a pressure pot, cooker. Pot? No, it's one with a pressure lid on it. And uh, you can cook it pot really. Insta pot? Well, you can cook it when you lock the lid down on your, on your, on your, whatever your instapot there's a pressure cooker but now pressure cooker. call it an instapot okay well just like cooking you can when you lock the lid down you can bump the temperature way up inside and you can you can control it because the temperatures there's a huge amount of pressure there's a huge amount of or not, sorry lowers the pressure but with a huge amount of temperature because you have the locked force lid. Because you've told me before, years ago when you had one, don't open this. Right. It'll explode. Yeah, you okay. have to let the pressure out. Right. Same idea with cooling systems. They needed to run um, a, a higher pressure to keep the temperatures low. And they kept blowing cooling systems on the RX-7s because of where they were gearing up to make the RX-8. So they sent a team out from Japan. And I got called into a meeting one day and said, look, next week, for two weeks, there's going to be a team from Japan out here. They're going to be running tests in Las Vegas because they're having problems with this thing overheating all over the world. Vegas is a good test center. We have mechanics. So they're going to bring out these RX-7s and some other test vehicles. And they're going to, you're, you are going to be assigned to working with them. I said, why? Just give them a rack and some tools and tell them to go do their shit. I don't want to fuck with these guys. And like, no, you know, they, they're, they're going to have a mechanic out here, one mechanic, but they really need three. So it's you and another guy we're going to assign is this old guy's name was Gary. And I say old because he was older than me. Everybody older than me is an old man. Everybody younger than me is a kid. So I was, you know, he was 40. <laughs> he was really old at the time. And, uh, Whoa. I know. And, uh, so these guys come out and they are in, white lab coats they've got hard hats on they've got safety goggles Sounds like gung-ho yeah they they wore safety goggles as it's a lot like gung-ho they wore safety goggles going to the bathroom they wore their hard hats and their flashback everything gotta make sure that's right they're protected so you know they had two translators so right away you know i'm polite i'm like shaking their hand talking to everybody and of course they're giving us attitude like, you fucking Americans, you don't know shit. Do what we tell you. Stay out of our way. We'll do this. You know, and they're, they're saying all this shit in Japanese. And the translator's trying to translate it and make it sound nice. But when the guy's all sitting there yelling, he's like, And I go, what the fuck did that guy say? He goes, oh, he said he thinks you're doing a good job. No, he didn't. I go, bullshit. That motherfucker just cussed me on Japanese. You tell that. Then I went off on him, you know. And of course you did. So we, we didn't get off on the right foot the first couple of days. And I could tell right now they didn't give a shit about us. So everything that I did, they questioned me on it. You know, why are you holding the screwdriver in your left hand, not your right hand? Why are you leaning over the car this way? You can get to the thing better if you go the everything that you could fucking do in that car until I'm Gary quit. The the old guy, he quit. He walked away. He don't fucking I'm not fucking helping these guys anymore. Hmm. He walked out. So he wanted to punch a couple of them. He wanted to hit them. <laughs> and um 
so he leaves. So I'm stuck with these guys. I got two weeks to do this with them. And by the first four days, I'm like, all right, I'm your only help here. So if you guys are going to fuck with me, I'm going to go pretty hard at you guys because you can't afford to lose me. Otherwise, you got to twist your own wrenches, assholes, because there's no more mechanics to help you. Right. So we're doing all this stuff and we're doing all this work and all these things. They're testing. They drive them on the freeway. They come back. They're doing more tests. They got gear hooked up. And I had just had it with them by the first 10 days. We still had we still had four or five more days to go because it was a little longer than two weeks. And I had, I was at my limit. So something happened where we were testing the cooling system. And this may be silly to explain, but there's a tool that you hold in your hand that's about as big as like a Dodger dog hot dog. It's kind of shaped like that. It's plastic. And you take a drop of coolant and put it on it, close the lid, and look up to sunlight. And the tool will measure it has a way of measuring when you look up in the sunlight how much of the coolant is coolant and how much is water. And that's a true thing? That's, that's a true, a true thing. thing, yeah. Now okay. they have electronic tools to do it, but back okay. then, you just put a drop on it, you held it up, and it said, oh, you, you're running 50% green coolant and you're running 50% water. Huh. And they would, we would try to bump it up to 70%. And, you know, we did all these things. It was, it was one small, tiny part of the process. But we were just running another one of those tests on three different cars. And the guy, the guy was screaming at me again in Japanese. The translator said um, he would like you to make sure that the mixture of coolant and water is at exactly 75% coolant and 25% water. And I said, yeah, it will be. It's fine. And I'm just, uh-huh. I'm just mixing it. I'm just fucking pouring it. I didn't care anymore. I was like, I'm fucking done with this. Uh huh. You didn't measure it. Nope. Didn't fucking measure a thing. <laughs> I mean, I did in my head. I guess. I know, but I'm I just guess like... I'm like, okay, bloop, 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 bloop. there's the coolant, bloop, bloop, water. That's seventy five percent, close enough. And the guy shit a purple Twinkie right there on the spot. The fucking two or the three of the Japanese engineers were freaking out. The other mechanics ran and got the the service manager, the general manager, and the owner. And there's yawn number six. We have reached six for it's the over under. So they ran and got everybody. The owner comes out, and his name was Pat Laverty. And he and Pat liked me a ton. He's like, "What's going on?" I go, "This motherfucker and these assholes." And I'm fucking done. And I'm not doing this. And you know, I'm I'm a young man at that time. I was ready to fight everybody. And they're like, "Okay, what is the problem?" And so the guy was trying to pin me down on exactly what the job I just done by screaming. He didn't even measure it. We're only out of here for two weeks. Everything has to be precise. Everything we change has to be documented and written down and signed off. We have to take all this information back to Japan with this blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And so Pat looks at me, the owner, and there's now there's 30 people standing around and he goes, all right, did you do it right? And I said, what's he looking for? And he goes, he wants 75% 25% perfectly. Now, everyone's yelling and stop, stop for a second and listening to me. I opened up the radiator cap. This is a true fucking story. Ask anybody who was there. I opened up the radiator cap. I stuck my middle finger in the coolant down inside the radiator, brought it up, and I licked my index finger. <laughs> but it looked to them like I was tasting the coolant. Yeah. So I d- dunk, dunk, dunk. I go... 75% coolant, 25% water. Wow. I just licked it right there on the spot. And the guy looked at me, the engineer looked at me, he pushed me aside, he grabs the tool, yeah, puts the drops on it, holds it up to the sun, it looks back, he goes, 
I said, fuck you, don't think I know what I'm doing. I totally guessed. <laughs> I totally was bullshitting everybody. I got lucky, but it came out exactly. And I'm telling you what, those guys treated me like a god the next four oh or five days. God. They were walking around going, this motherfucker knows his shit. You he, were so lucky. He tasted the coolant and knew how much water and coolant was in it. I mean, so ridiculous. I, I was almost at a point of signing autographs. These guys absolutely thought, okay, this motherfucker knows his shit. You want to come back to Japan and work for us? I'm like, yeah, I got a gig going on here in <laughs> Vegas. I'm good. Thanks. Absolutely. I'm good where I'm at. Thanks. Absolutely a true story. Wow. When the, when the shift was over that day. Every mechanic and every parts guy was waiting in the parking lot, laughing their asses off. We drank beer and hung out. And it's like, they were all looking at me like, you could not have done better for us as Americans than what you just did right then, man. You fucking represented. It was a, hey, it oh was a great gosh. night. Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Oh, That's all I got to say. That is a true, a true, true fucking story. story. Yep. Absolutely. Unbelievable. It was a rough go up until then. I wish I had tried that sooner, but <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was close. You know, you can tell when you pour three quarters of something, and I knew it was close, but was I going to hit it that right it's on. right on by a, by a measuring device? You were so no. lucky. No, I wasn't. But he just looked at me. He's like seventy five percent, and he was he was like, holy shit! He wasn't mad at all. He had you respect. Him. Yeah. Oh yeah. You impressed him with that one. But I remember wow. walking away, going, "Fuck you guys for doubting me." <laughs> <laughs> I guess you can say that. All right, so there's your. See, I listened the whole time. You did. You weren't. I made comments. You in the weren't right on places. your phone. No. I, I keep telling you, when I'm telling a story, it's just like sex. I'd rather you not be on your phone. I understand. Okay? It's important to make you want eye, eye contact. Yeah, too. a little bit. Just you want me to be involved. I do. I'd rather in the you, present. Be in, live in the moment, please. Hey, I, <laughs> I was. All right. Listen so to the whole thing. There, that's that's and that's the condensed version. There were some other ones about driving down the freeway, and uh, the guy tells me to downshift, and I'm like, well, we're doing like 110. You know, and if I downshift, and he's like, this is a stick, and he goes, downshift. If we downshift even one gear, and he goddamns, I fuck you then, and I crammed it down one gear, let out the clutch. We must have skidded those tires 50 yards. Wow. 50 yards of black before the cart, before the gear could take it, just locked it up. I'm like, you dumbass, I told you. Why would he do that? I don't know. It was some test he was running. He had some gear, his computer stuff hooked up, and he's telling me, do this, drive this speed, shift to this gear, shift to that gear, do this, do that. I did. They can't do that in Japan? It was something they were doing with the heat of Vegas. I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. Okay, well, All I'm telling you is, is that, that the guy, that was one where I just did it, and of course, they had to replace the tires because there's two flat spots on the tires, <laughs> and when the when the came back and I told the service manager and his name was Paul and I said look what he fucking did he goes how'd you do that he goes fucking told me he was doing 110 told me to put it in fourth gear he's like what I said I did it you know he goes Jeez. so Paul when it says you told the Japanese guys you're paying for those fucking tires we are not paying for those tires did they do it did they I don't pay? know that no. wasn't that's a, my pay grade <laughs> I don't know what they did but it was there was little shit like that that they'd make you do all the time like one of the things was the guy wanted me to go in reverse at 40 miles an hour and I said, where would you like me to do that? Where yeah. where can you travel 40 miles an hour in a straight... Not that I couldn't drive in a straight line in Ford. I and probably, who would? I, prob I don't know. It was for his test. I probably could have. I might have been able to drive 40 miles an hour backwards, just hold the steering wheel. But I said, where would you like me to do this? You can't get on the freeway in the slow lane backwards. 
you know? And That's true. I never found a place to do it. I said, I don't even know what you're fucking talking. I guess we could go on a dirt road somewhere. Yeah. So that was, they were just. How come the RX-7 isn't around anymore? What happened? Because now there's an RX-8. Oh, so they did come up with it. Yeah, they did. I think they discontinued it eventually, but they ran the RX-8 for a long time. But this was just part of the process to bump up the cooling system pressure. They were trying, at the time, cooling systems were, you know, 12, 14, 16 pounds of pressure held in the system. And they were trying to bump it up to like 55 or something. They ended up, I think they ended up settling like at 28 or 30. Uh. I don't know. I don't care. I'm, I'm, I may be off on that now. I don't remember. But I remember they were trying to do some outrageous pressure. All the, all the hoses that they'd put on these cars, they weren't just rubber hoses anymore. They were some weird carbon hoses because wow. they had to, they had to fucking hold this huge pressure. That was their idea. They were trying to, you Interesting. Know. Yeah. So now you know that. Alrighty. There's your story. And you'll stick into and it. And I'm sticking to it. That's cool. So are we done? Can we be done here? I guess. How long do you think we've been on? Um, it feels like an hour and eight minutes. See what happens when you yawn? It's been 59 minutes. Ah, well. When you're yawning, you think you've been here longer. And what did I say? The over-under on the amount of yawns six. you were going to do is six, and you're right at six. So nobody wins today. If you yawn again, the overs win. Are you yawning? Oh, I did. Okay, that was seven. So anybody who picked over the six, you, they won. I'm really comfortable. I think that's part of the problem, too. I got my like heating pad on, and I'm just So would you here. like me to make you uncomfortable during I the podcast? I think I'm going to take a nappy right now. I have my <laughs> blankie. I'm just going to, you know. You know, the video, the video version of this is going to come out. People can see the blankie and everything. They, I know. And the heating pad I'm behind heating you. Pad. I'm all cuddly warm. I'm all good. Well, you can be cuddly warm somewhere else because the show's over. We're done. All right. Well, bye, everybody. Say Thank goodbye. Thank you for being here for another crazy week of our crazy story and our crazy life. Um, we'll see you next week. Yeah, it's mostly our kids. We're normal. They're all messed up. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. I don't know where you're listening from around the planet, but maybe AM, FM, Sirius XM, or perhaps on the Armed Service Radio Network. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you had an hour of your time to waste with Gen X Talks, I'm glad you chose us. You could have gone anywhere, but yep, here you are. Thanks again. Remember two things wherever you go, there you are. And I'll catch you guys on the flip side. All right.